0: This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Farnell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. Steve Cypress here along with my co host, the one, the only, the man,
1: the myth, the legend, Mr. Everett Farnell. Steve, I appreciate it here. I love being here with you. I can't tell you how excited I am for yet another week where we get to help entrepreneurs and business owners from sea to shining sea and all around the world do incredible, make their business great again. But I got to tell you something, I'm doing the right thing and I'm on here, but Apple is really starting to frustrate me me a little bit with the iTunes. I don't like the way that they're doing, and I'm thinking, you know, we might have to, you know, if they keep down this road, we might have to slam them a little bit and get them in line, let them know that we are the podcast, to beat-all podcasts. Yeah, but that's a little crazy. I mean, slam
0: Apple, but at the same time we need Apple to host our podcast to get it out there so our listeners and
1: subscribers can listen to it. As many people listen to our podcast, we could say Ditcher if we just allowed Ditcher to host that suddenly we would make Stitcher great again and Apple would go out of business. Well,
0: you're reminding me that i got to get to my uh, web guy, tech guy, and get this thing hosted on Stitcher also. And there's somewhere else I'm <laughs> supposed to have it put also. I, I keep forgetting that because we do have, I think we I haven't checked lately, but I remember when we crossed... I forget however many tens of thousands downloads or views or whatever listens to the podcast, but it's going along quite nicely. People are enjoying it, getting some good out of it. And the topic for this week, we've been kind of hinting at it a little bit. We're going to come right out and say it because there are so many things going on in the news. Every week we always have to painfully pick just one. And so this week we're talking about, it seems like, such old forgotten news by now, but there happened to be a hurricane that hit the Caribbean and decimated the American island of Puerto Rico. Like... I don't know, a couple weeks ago. And Mm -hmm. the whole island, I mean, immediately, of course, just like Trump ordered into two other hurricanes that had hit, into Florida and into Texas, and immediately all the aid came out, private and public, and all the ships and all the the airplanes and all the, I think Trump reportedly put 10,000 military personnel into Puerto Rico, and, and so things were happening, and so the governor of Puerto Rico's gushing, and I think 81 of the 82 mayors of cities in Puerto Rico were gushing, but then there was this one blowhard, which happened to be the mayor of the largest city of Puerto Rico, the capital, San Juan, who decided to take the opportunity to further her political career by taking on the President of the United States and slamming him for how he wasn't doing a good enough job of loving her and caring for people in her city and doing whatever, when in fact, of course, he was. And so knowing Donald Trump as our listener by now ought to know him do you really think donald trump was just going to take that and not slam back at her which then of course caused the deranged lunatic anti-trumpers to come out of the woodwork and slam him for slamming her for slamming him so there's a whole triple slam slam bag going on in typical donald trump fashion to the delight of trump followers everywhere who just love all the craziness that keeps going on and fuels us never wanting for a topic to talk about on the lessons learned from Donald Trump podcast
1: <laughs> and the response from the donald um, President Donald. Uh, is telling because that's what we're here to learn from is from a guy who has made himself a billionaire and made himself now the most powerful man in the world, arguably, with nothing but his ability to manipulate the media and get attention. So when he responded, he didn't say, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, bitch. Well, here you go. <laughs> and not the aid to San Juan, did he? No, he, he just, he, he sent aid to San Juan He took care of the the people in San Juan. He did the right thing by the people in San Juan, but he fired back. So, see, it's an interesting track because if he doesn't fire back at her, then there's this political narrative now that he's not doing what he should be doing or he's not doing as much as he should be doing. But if he does fire back and doesn't send the aid, then there really is. The truth is he's not doing what he should be doing. So what he did is he did two seemingly contradictory things. Now, see, as an entrepreneur, you cannot be roped in by necessarily feeling like you have to be consistent in all of your actions because sometimes we have to do contradictory things. We've got to understand how to, Influence people by using the fact that people want to be contradic- or, or want to be, pardon me, uh, consistent with their actions and with their statements and with their beliefs. And then we have got to remove ourselves from that subconscious need and be willing to be contradictory in what we're doing and the way that we're doing it. So, for example, the, a mentor of both of ours was known for years to go out and do manual labor, speaking while telling people he was going to teach them how to not do manual labor prospecting. So he was doing manual labor prospecting, teaching people how to not do manual labor prospecting.
0: Yeah, and very similarly, um, I got in the mail, just so happens, the other day, a letter from Google
1: with, with a coupon
0: yeah. in it for a free $100 worth of internet online advertising telling me that advertising anywhere but online is foolish. And yeah. don't, using any old media like sending something in the mail would be totally stupid. And I should instead <laughs> spend my money on Google. That came
1: in the mail from Google. From Google, right. And Facebook and, and Apple have ramped up their television ad budget. Now, I don't mean their online YouTube ad budgets or whatever. I mean their actual, real, normal television, 45-year-old cable television and before that, 70, 80-year-old media television that everybody says is dying. Well, Apple, Google and Facebook, all three internet giants, have all ramped up their television buy budget for next year. Well, and to bring it back to,
0: you're exactly right, and to bring it back to this example, here you have a choice. So the anti-Trumpers, as always, I think the anti-Trumpers are kind of like the coyote with the (laughs) roadblock. Like, they always (laughs) think they're ingeniously, they got Trump, I got him now. And then Mm. always Trump says, beep, beep, goodbye, like you lose again. So here the (laughs) <laughs> the ridiculous, unhinged, absurd mayor of of San Juan, Puerto Rico, decides I'm going to fight with the president of the United States, and here I'm going to win. See, because he, like you just said, he's an old here. He can't begrudge me and and say therefore I'm cutting off the aid because then he seems like a completely heartless person. Who then the story is good that he actually did not do what he was supposed to do. So I'm going to win right. here. I'm going to be able to bash him, and he's forced to still give me aid. And so I'm going to win. And Trump says, I'm on to your game, sweetie. Like, I understand you're going to bash me while I keep giving aid. So guess what? I'm going to bash you back while still giving you aid. And
1: still give you aid, exactly. And
0: you're going to lose. So whether I'm giving you aid is not a I'm not an idiot. I'm Donald Trump. Of course I'm going to give aid to an American territory. And even though Puerto Rico, which talk about, I mean, there are ghettos and disastrous areas all over America, but like the entire island of Puerto Rico, which has somehow been allowed to act autonomously to destroy itself and its own infrastructure and to be on the brink of bankruptcy for decades of crappy leadership, like this mayor of San Juan, and now somehow it's Trump's fault if he doesn't bail them all out of it with my tax dollars to pretty much enable them and, and reward them for being such crappy stewards of our tax dollars and running the country in a crappy way. Trump is not that. He's going that. be a of the king of AIDS, but then he's also going to smash back at her for the ridiculous person that she is being. He's going to do both, and once again Trump's out on top.
1: Absolutely, and that is because, notice Trump is not attached to any position, so he's been known to change his mind on occasion with certain things. So if something's not working, he drops it or he changes his mind on it. He never acts consistently, so he's perfectly willing to be inconsistent in what he says and what he does. Now, a lot of people say, well, those are all bad traits. Well, maybe they're bad traits if you're picking friends, but they're not bad traits if you're dealing in the jungle of what is business. So in the jungle, the tiger who walks a random path eats more because the prey doesn't know where the tiger is going to be next. The tiger who walks the same path every day while the prey, you know, at the same time, the prey just stays away from them. So being that's
0: right, the prey is 10 feet off the path, hiding in the bushes laughing as the tiger walks by every day, exactly.
1: Exactly. So being a little inconsistent, being a little uh, willing to change quickly, willing to do things that seem to be contradictory on the surface, but ultimately work to the same end. So, so understand, bashing the mayor of Puerto Rico and sending as much hate as humanly possible to Puerto Rico, they serve the same purpose. They ultimately will add to Trump's political career and protect his political career from harm. Now, of course, that's out side of we want to help other Americans who are having trouble. I mean, that, that goes without saying. But from a political point of view, from Trump's point of view, both of them serve the same purpose, even though they're contradictory on the surface. So don't get yourself all tied up trying to, you know, you're allowed to give an employee an employee the month award, and then the next day call him in and tell him he's doing a shit job. You uh, know,
0: I was like just going to ask, can we turn this to, as we always do, what is the lesson for our listeners, for the business owners of the world, to learn from this way Donald Trump is actually doing both seemingly contradictory actions at the same time? Now you can an example because it happens all the time yeah. with, say, with employees. So an employee can be praised for one thing while also being reprimanded for another. If you don't do both, see, that's the point. If Donald Trump didn't do both, He would be remiss.
1: Right. He would be missing something. Which is what
0: most politicians do. Most politicians would go, well, gee, I'm not going to... Get into a Twitter war and 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 stoop down to her level because people are going to say that's what I did and I'm not going to bash the man I'm not going to punch down the anti-Trumpers. Like he's always punching down. You know he shouldn't be blah 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 blah. Really now? Again, it's from a person who's never run anything. Right? Right. I have run multiple multiple businesses all through my life. I guess every time I reprimand an employee, that would be known as punching down. If I didn't do that, then the inmates would be running the asylum, and I absolutely wouldn't have a business before long and they wouldn't have a
1: paycheck. So it's
0: absolutely my responsibility to do both.
1: I agree with you. And the same thing with vendor management. So we've talked about employee management and vendor management, which is often very similar. So it's okay to say, I love the work that you do and you guys are great and you guys are wonderful and I want to do more business with you. By the way, I need you to cut your rates for me 10%. You know, I mean, you don't want to squeeze your vendors to death but it's okay to ask for a better price right after you get them telling them what a great job is. Right, okay. or to say, but
0: you have to deliver it one day sooner
1: or whatever it is, sure. Exactly. Uh, it's okay to to market as if you have a unique process or a unique product when really your product is very similar to uh, other products. So there's the old story about We Use Real Ink, the printer shop uh, 100 years ago or whatever it was, it made to add We Use Real Ink. Well, the implication is nobody else uses real ink. So, right, or
0: Lucky Strikes, which shot from a nothing cigarette to number one in the country with the headline it's toasted
1: exactly, exactly. when all Every of the
0: back, overall cigarettes was
1: toasted right or what claude hopkins did for schlitz beer right when, we use uh, clean uh, water you know, all yeah exactly all the same thing. So all the same deal and you say well but how can we advertise that everybody does because it's okay to contradict yourself it's okay to say this is what we do as if you're the only people to do it and at the same time know that everybody else in the business does it another okay.
0: way that happens my company happens to be called successful selling systems inc because i help business owners put systems into place in their business and so i'm constantly putting out the phrase now i guess i'm giving a peek behind the curtain but i will use the phrase i have cutting edge and proven systems now of course that seems totally contradictory it's it's cutting edge <laughs> brand new but it's proven or cutting right. edge time tested and yet it works people go like what because they want something new. We all like to buy something new, cutting edge. Ooh, you know, a business owner, I've already tried all of the old advertising methods. I want something cutting edge, but you know, I don't want to take an undue risk here. I want it to be proven. Well, exactly. that's seemingly contradictive. So that's the lesson to be learned from Donald Trump
1: here. And Steve, I got to tell you, it's a powerful lesson and we beat it up pretty good. But dear listener, if this is the lesson that the public gets, imagine how powerful the advanced tip is this well
0: because there's a way to do it and it's basically i I mean i just gave an example of how i do it and and ever gave a few examples how other companies do it but there's a way to do it there and there's and even more important there's a way to do it incorrectly there's a way to completely screw it up and that's the advanced tip of the week is often it's more important to know what not to do than it is what to do but that's our advanced tip of the week and as always It's easy to get. You go to lessonslearnedfromdonaldtrump.com and you see contact information for Everett and for me. Pick one. Contact us. We'll share the advanced tip of the week for those who have enough self-respect to take those 20 seconds and go to the website and click and contact us. We share the advanced tip of the week. That's how we reward our most industrious, most self-caring listeners. The rest are getting something out of the basic tip every week, and they're also getting entertained, but the ones who get that advanced tip get, of course, the most out of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump
1: podcast. Exactly. You've just listened to the most terrific
0: podcast on the Internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump, make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. And join us next time... Unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.